0: Welcome to the Anderson Nigeria Digest podcast. Anderson Nigeria Digest is a series of written articles which provide insights into the Nigerian government's economic and regulatory interventions and provide useful analysis for organizations and businesses. Enjoy!
1: Hello, my name is Ruth Ojemiran. Welcome to the Anderson Digest podcast our published article discusses the taxation of digital economy oecd's two-pillar approach versus nigeria's approach the aftermath of the global financial crisis of 2008 saw governments emphasizing the need to generate additional tax revenues to stimulate their economies this drive especially relating to international tax raised a potential issue where countries come up with unilateral tax measures to drive revenue growth, which if not well implemented in a coherent manner could hurt multinational enterprises and thereby curb international trade. Due to this and other reasons, the G20 mandated the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, to review the existing international tax rules and come up with new rules that were fit for purpose. This birthed the OECD's Base Erosion and Profit Shifting BEPS initiative in October 2015 that resulted in 15 action points. Although Action 1 focused on addressing the tax challenges associated with the digital economy, it has been one of a few action points that has taken a while to address. After years of work on Action 1, In October 2021, the OECD G20 Inclusive Framework (IF) on BEBS, comprising of 137 members as at 4 November 2021, came up with a two-pillar solution to address the tax challenges associated with globalization and the digital economy. A number of jurisdictions, including Nigeria, while waiting for the OECD-IF to complete their work on Action 1, went ahead to unilaterally introduce digital services taxes dsts this is clearly in variance with one of the key goals of the oecd beps initiatives achieving coherence in the international tax rules nigeria is also one of four countries who are a member of the oecd if that have refused to sign on to the two-pillar solution in our article we have focused on the potential implications of the dst for the nigerian economy and businesses as well as implications of the two-pillar solution. It will likely generate more additional tax revenue for Nigeria. Not signing up to the two-pillar solution also has its challenges. First, even though most African countries with high corporate tax rates such as Nigeria would have preferred the global minimum tax rate to be 20% instead of 15%, the consensus is that Pillar 2 will help curb profit-shifting from such countries to tax-friendlier jurisdictions. Thus, Nigeria with a corporate tax rate of 30% will miss this opportunity if they choose not to ultimately sign up to the two-pillar solution. Second, it is imperative that Nigeria maintains good relationships with its major trading nations such as US, UK and China who are all signatories to the two-pillar solution. Considering the pros and cons of Nigeria's introduction of the DSD, it is uncertain whether it will stand the test of time. As such, it is important for affected taxpayers to assess the potential implications of such uncertainty on their businesses going forward. Without a doubt, these are interesting times for the international tax community. Nigeria alongside other African countries that are yet to sign up to the two-pillar solution continue to evaluate its pros and cons. This poses a high level of uncertainty to businesses that could be affected if Nigeria chooses to jettison the DST and sign on to the two-pillar solution in 2023. It is therefore expedient that affected MNEs evaluate the potential impact of Nigeria's decision to keep the DST versus a case of opting to sign in on the OECD's two-pillar solution in 2023. Thank you for listening. in. Bye.
0: nigeria is an independent tax and business advisory firm with a worldwide presence through the member firms and collaborating firms of anderson global watch out for more episodes